Hello? Uh, hello, I'm trying to reach Risa, please. Risa This is she. Hi, Risa. My name is Byron. Byron from the job. How are you? I'm okay. How are you, Byron? I'm good. Listen, I hate to call you uh, after hours at your home, but there has been some uh, new issues that will be going into effect as of tomorrow morning. And we're calling everyone, letting them know the new changes that have been um, issued that will take effect first thing tomorrow morning. So we're giving everyone a call, so don't be alarmed. It's just uh, giving you a call, letting you know what the uh, what the higher-ups have changed, okay? Okay, there's no problem. I've got a few minutes to listen. Okay. As of tomorrow, what's going to happen is when you guys come in, you'll be issued a new key card, and that particular card will actually uh, register when you come in and go out, okay? Okay. All right. Second one is there will no longer be any personal internet at the job any longer. You won't be able, they're actually putting a block on all computers. All the computers will no longer be able to go to a lot of these sites that you guys go to that you've been, um, that's been available here in the past. Okay? Okay. All right. The last one is, uh, Risa, do you, um, do you wear a hair weave? What? Do you wear a hair weave or a wig? Yes. Okay, well, here's one thing, uh, and hopefully you can get this changed by tomorrow. There's no weaves or hair or, or wigs going to be allowed uh, at the job site from this point on. So as of tomorrow morning, everyone must be wearing their natural hair. You're joking. Uh, no, these are the uh, issues that are going to be, that are instated, and these are going to take effect as of tomorrow morning, 7 o'clock. What does hair weave to have to do with any of these changes? The first two I can understand, punching in and being on the Internet, yes, that's something that they're corporate. But hair weave and wigs, uh, you're getting into changing first people's appearance. They're looking down upon it. Uh, wigs and hair weaves, they have to go. So I'm assuming that if you, like you said, you do have one, I suggest uh, it come out that very you start easily. taking it down now and prepare your hair to be natural as you come into work tomorrow. I'm not taking my hair down. I've been here seven years, and I've dealt with all the changes that y'all have made, but there's no way that I'm taking my hair weave down. I'm sorry. What's your name, Byron? Uh, yeah, my name is Byron. And, um, I'm sorry. Let's get back to your weave. This has, you're going to have to do something. Is there someone that you can call tonight to help you get your hair down and so you can look presentable with your natural hair tomorrow? No, my weave costs over two, $300. And I'm not about to take that down. I mean, it takes a long time to take that down. Okay. Um, I mean, is this something maybe you can take it down and just wear it on the weekends? Because as of now, you're not going to be allowed to actually wear it uh, on the property. And how will you know if someone has weave or not? Are you going to do head checks or something? This uh, okay, ma'am, I'm not quite sure what they're going to do to check it, but by you telling me that you you have a weave, then I have to write it down that you have confirmed that you do, and we got to make sure that tomorrow morning you're not wearing one. But you don't know what my natural hair looks like from my weave. Uh, you heard how much I pay for it, so it's a good weave. Ma'am, it's not about how good, you know, the quality of your weave or anything. They don't want it. They want natural hair. I don't know what that means, but they're going natural. They're going green. They're going natural. I don't know what it is. They're going natural, and so are you. Tomorrow morning, you need to come in with your hair completely down, okay? I won't do it. I'm not taking my weave down. Okay. Then, so what then, is that? Y'all gonna write me up or something? Okay, ma'am, do you not want your job? Yeah, I want my job, but this don't make no sense. You're talking about personal appearance. I can understand y'all have a dress code and enforcing a dress code. That's one thing. But, but telling somebody to change their 
episode of the Move Swiftly podcast. I am your host, Aswan Crookshank, the founder of Gym 44 Recruiting and author of Swiftly, Your Guide to Innovative Teamwork. Teammates, just the other day, I was doing some grocery shopping at a Publix. And just so you guys know, Publix is a chain of grocery stores out here in Florida. I'm not sure if they're in any other state, but when I moved here, the name Publix Grocery Stores, there's a ton of them. All right. So I'm doing some shopping at this this Publix and it was, let's say, maybe about 10 a.m. in the morning, whatever it is. And I'm, I'm shopping around. I'm doing my thing. I'm getting some subs and looking for deals and things of that nature. And I made an observation. I made an observation. I don't know what it was about this particular morning. Maybe it was because it was a Publix that I don't normally go to. But I, I just it was the area I was in that, that just kind of struck me because I didn't necessarily I didn't see these people regularly. There's some Publix I'll go to and people will know me because they always see me and we're always saying hi and things like that. But I went to this Publix and I made an observation. All right. And, and before I tell you, let me just tell you. I don't judge what anybody does. I wrote, I talked about this a little bit in Swiftly. My mother is a 
when I was talking about how my mother is the head of transportation and she works for the post office and I was telling her that, yeah, that may not be a glamorous position. So I, I don't judge you for what you do for a living. I really don't. So if you work at a grocery store, damn it, work at a grocery store. I've, I've had several like really odd jobs, really some jobs that I'd be embarrassed to tell people I, I work for. Right. So just I'm just putting that out there now. All right. However, I was walking around this Publix. And I'm looking, I'm seeing sisters, black women, after black women, hair done, nails done, I mean, makeup done up this early on. I think that's really what bothered me about it, is the fact that it was so early in the morning. However, everyone that's working at this Publix, the nails are all long, makeup's done, weave is in. I mean, no, you, no one has their real hair. I mean, wig, there's all kinds of wigs, all kinds of shit. All right. And, and teammates... That brings me to the topic of today's discussion. And just so we're clear, I'm not black women, black women, sisters. I'm not attacking you on this on this episode. Trust me, I'm not attacking you on this episode. I'm just using some observations and some things that I've picked up in my time to, to draw a conclusion. And so we'll have you to understand how important it is to put your money where it needs to be put. Stop putting so much money on the physical and on, on your appearance and shit like that. Don't get me wrong. Your appearance is important. However, if you're working at a grocery store, how the hell are you finding the money to put in getting your hair done every two weeks? How the fuck are you finding the money to make sure your nails are straight, to make sure, you know, you're, you're at work on a, a Saturday morning and your, your makeup's on and all this kind of bullshit at a grocery store where it's just unnecessary. I mean, I... I I really think the more, the more and more I remember that experience and the more and more I'm, I'm kind of putting myself back into that place, I'm realizing that it was the time frame. It was more so about the fact that this is a Saturday morning. No one, anybody, and, and I'm looking at grocery store. I'm looking at people who are working at a grocery store that are, look, that are done up like they're about to go to the club. <laughs> like, like they all fresh looked up like they about to go head to go party or some shit like that it's ridiculous i, I was sick it, it really ruined my morning and it really inspired today's episode it really inspired today's talk the, the reason it inspired today's talk i'll give you a a story when i was working at nine round and by the time this comes out i would have been i'm already on a completely different different wavelength a different position in life i am well on my way to becoming my own boss but when I was working at Nine Round, I always look at it as a I've looked at it as a place in which I got my master's degree in parenting because I had the opportunity to connect with so many women, so many mothers from all walks of life and all races. And they all all of them give it has given me their opinion and have told me and just taught me, give me some gems, man, some actual gems. And there was a lady, her name was Andrew Nay, Lioness. We called her, her Friday name was Lioness, all right? And I, I, I can remember there was a time in which she came into the gym and it was all sisters, all black women, all, all sisters, all sisters in the gym. And, and she was proud. She walked in there, she walked in, and she goes, yeah, my sisters are, our sisters are working out today. She, you know, she, she had that pride about it. She's a Jamaican lady and her son plays in uh in the mls awesome awesome lady and we're gonna stay in touch regardless always you know always someone that, that I, I know i could depend on all right 
And there was a time in which we had a conversation when she said to me, she, you know, she was venting kind of the same way I was venting when I saw about the, the people at Publix, the, the girls at Publix. She was venting the same way. She goes, you know, that, that's the problem. And she has this thick Jamaican ass. She goes, that's the problem. Come on, black woman. They only want to spend the money on the hair. They put all the money in the hair and these stupid nails. Are looking at them. <laughs> and she got so fired up because she's a loyal member to the gym. And she, comes, she works out every single morning. She's there. She makes sure her body and her health is right. And she got so frustrated just thinking about how a lot of black women put all of their money on making sure they got their hair done every two fucking weeks, making sure the nails are done, making sure they're making sure they looking good on the outside. And then she just got to ripping it. All right, teammates. And, and I'm, I'm more so taking it another step. I'm taking it another step because it's not, I understand, but it's not fair to just look at black women and say, all right, that's the way it is. It's a problem. Yes, but we got to take it to another step. I want to take it to another level in terms of just how we spend our money in general. How we spend our money in general is going to dick is going to be the reason. It's going to be specifically how you get to where it is you want to get to. In fact, this same lady, Andrew Nay, has, has told me on many mornings, it's not about how much you make, it's about how much you save. Ooh, ooh, ooh. See, all right, I, I, I'm going to give you a second to jot that one down. It ain't about how much you make, it's about how much you're saving, how much you're saving, how much you're putting in your savings. Saving money is the, the key to life. All right, I'm, I'm living proof example of it. Listen, I've been living, and again, this is something I spoke a lot about in Swiftly. I've been living in one of the most expensive cities to live in, in South Florida, Miami, and all that, on two part-time jobs, really just one part-time job. However, I've ended it, by the time you hear this, I won't be a part-time job anymore, but I've ended that journey with two books. I wrote two books. And I have a podcast that you're listening to and that puts out regular content. How am I able to survive in a situation where I'm not getting paid jack shit? Because I'm putting my money where it needs to be put. And that's the challenge I'm having for you. I, I want to have for you guys. And again, I'm not just talking about black. I'm using them as an example. I'm using the girls and the things like that as an example who are working at a, at a job like a Publix, but they, they have the money to... To, to put in the hair and all this shit. I'm, I'm challenging everyone, everyone listening in, everyone tuning in. You have an opportunity. You have an opportunity to get where you're trying to get to in life, but it's going to take some isolation. It's going to take some focus. It's going to take you saying to yourself, you know what? I don't need to be in the club tonight. I don't, I don't, I, I'm, if I'm really going to build this business. I, I want to go to the library this Saturday and I want to just do some research on this business. I want to start instead of putting money in the club, I'm going to go to the, a Barnes and Noble. I'm going to go to a library and I'm going to I'm going to make sure I just see what it takes. I'm just going to go talk to some people and figure out exactly what it's going to take to start this business. There's this new thing. There was this thing I heard about. So I'm going to put my money in there. This is the shit I've been going through mentally constantly. All right. This is how I was able to build this thing, build this brand that I'm building, build this, 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 career that I've, I've been able to build over the past four years is because I just buckled down and said, I'm going to focus and say the heck with it. And, and listen, if I can do it, so can you, but you gotta put, you gotta focus. You gotta focus.
And it's so very important that you focus. And again, it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter what you do. If you're getting a paycheck every two weeks, you can take a little bit and apply it to your dreams. Apply it to something that's going to benefit you in the long haul. Here, here's another example. And this was back when I was working at Spunk. And this, this was another, man, this was another moment that really, really triggered it was one of those moments that I'll never forget. And as you guys have been listening in, you know I have a lot of those. But this is back when I was working an overnight shift at a gym named Spunk Fitness back in Maryland. And it, I was, man, I was going through it. I was going through it. I mean, when you talk about isolation, when you talk about just reading book after book, I was so into my own world, into my own life. I was not speaking to anyone. I was just focused beyond belief. So they, they had a they had a, a day. It was before I drove into work that night. They had a day where I just drove out to a TGI TJ TGI Fridays. I just drove out to a TGI Fridays, get a happy hour drink, man, and just just ease up because I I was so intensely focused on getting shit together. This is when Gym Forty Four like just hit, and I was just like, man, I was in another world. All right. So I'm at, I'm at the TGI Fridays. They had a little drink special going on. So, you know, I'm sipping a little bit, just easing the tension. And I see two, two brothers, two brothers just there talking, just talking, having a fired up conversation, very much like me right now, just, just fired up because, you know, as brother, when brothers, black men, we start throwing them back, shit gets real. We just start talking. Right? We just start talking, talking about what it's really like, right? And I'm, I'm overhearing him and I'm, I'm listening to my man, and he's just like, you know, see, that's the problem. We got to create shit. Create shit. I'm just overhearing their conversation, and it's getting more fired up and fired up and fired up as I start chiming in and things like that. It's like, yeah, yeah, you got to create shit. And he said something. He said something that really stuck with me. He said something that really stuck with me. He goes, you see the problem with us as black people? Black, you see the problem with us as black people is we take our check and we go run to the mall. <laughs> we take our check. We take our check that we make every two weeks. And we go run to the mall and buy the brand new shoes, buy the brand new Jordans, buy the, buy, buy the, newest, the newest clothes and making sure we're up in, trend, in fashion and shit like that. It's, like, it's almost like uh, Kanye said, and, and this will be the song for this episode. It's things we buy to cover up what's inside. We buy all that shit. And we wonder why we can't grow as a people. We wonder why we can't, we can't get to the next level. We wonder why, why we're always below, why we're always having to settle for shit, why we're never seeing black success like as an abundance. We're always fighting each other. Because we take our check and we go run the mall and blow it all, blow it all. Teammates, teammates, teammates. Again, I'm not here bashing and targeting black folks in general. I'm just calling some shit out the way I see it. I, I, I've been around, as, if, as, again, as you guys have continued to listen, I've been around the wealthy white folks. I've been around the very, very poor black folks. It is all a matter. The only difference is mindset. The only difference is mindset. The only difference is mindset. The only fucking difference is mindset. That's it. That's it. 
I mean, as soon like it's like that day in Publix, right? That I'm walking the grocery store. It's like I was having flashbacks to what my man said. I was like in that TGI Fridays mode to where it's like this is fucking ridiculous. And and it just happened to be around the spring break time where I I'm on social media and I'm watching a whole group of black women in the middle of a crosswalk. I mean, the the, the kind of shit that I had to that that's really what got me fired up and what's getting me fired up now is I had to watch. On social media, all right, on social media, a whole group of black women holding up traffic in the middle of the street, bikinis, assed out, twerking, twerking, shaking their ass in the middle of the fucking street. And I'm thinking about my niece growing up. I'm thinking about what I, as, a, as an upstanding African-American, as a man who's been raised with some class, as a man who has an older sister and a mother who taught him how to respect people respect people i have to watch this bullshit i have to watch this bullshit right and then i get to go to a Publix and see this and then i think about the things that andrew nay said and then i think about the things that my man said at tgf fridays and all the all the black lives now all the shit that we complain about everything and yes i get a little intense i get a little fired up but i it needs to be said and it needs to hit home it needs to hit home right we got to focus not for you, but for the next generation. It's our job. It's on us. It's on us, man. This shit is so fucked up that we got we to gotta figure out how we're going to own some shit. Or else we will never, never see equal treatment in this country. That's real talk. Whew. I digress. All right. Bottom line to it. Bottom line to it. It's not about how much you're making. It's about how much you're saving. It's about how much you're saving. So if you're blessed enough, if you're lucky enough, especially during these times, to have a job, whatever that job is, whatever it is, whatever's paying you every two weeks, if you have any revenue streams, figure out how does this benefit the young people? How does this benefit the next generation? Invest in it. Invest. Invest. Again, I, I talk about the book all the time, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. I'm going to remind you guys of this. He says this. He says this very clearly. He says the rich put their money in assets, houses, properties, land, things that can grow, businesses that can grow. All right. The poor put their money in liabilities, cars, shoes, clothes, the shit that don't mean a damn thing after you buy it doesn't grow at all. But you put all your money in that. That's what a liability is. Please, for the sake of humanity, all right, I'm, I'm in South Florida and everything I had to witness from our people. And I, I'm, I'm telling you, this isn't just a, I'm not calling black people out. I don't want, I don't want, this, I don't want people listening and thinking I'm just bashing black folks. But I'm, I'm a black man myself and I had to witness some really heartbreaking shit over the past few weeks. All right. Please, for the sake of humanity, do whatever you have to do to put your just get yourself in a situation in which you're putting your money in assets and assets and assets and watch it grow. And then once it grows, you can go and buy all the clothes and cars and all that shit that you want. But don't do it until you have assets, equity, things of that nature. Those are the rules. In fact, you're going to hear from. Corey Patterson, who is uh, he's going to be on the show by the time you hear by the time this comes out, you would have heard the episode titled Accountability Partner. 
with Corey Patterson, who's an accountant, and he's, you know, he's building something in which we're going to teach financial literacy to kids and just understanding the importance of assets, not liabilities, just like Roosevelt told you when the episode titled Business, Business Leadership, Business Leadership 101 with Roosevelt. Tons of people. It's going to, the show is littered with folks, resources, and people that can help you get your money growing. Put your money in a situation in which it's growing in your sleep. Please, for the sake of you, hear how fired up I got. You hear how frustrated I got. We're just regurgitating and thinking about, you know, someone working at a grocery store. Well, we won't, I won't even, I won't even bring that back up. I'm going to put, I'm going to put it on the positive side, right? Focus, take whatever it is you're making right now, build an asset, create an opportunity for the young people. And I'm telling you, we will see a completely different world. All right. Fellow teammates, continue to move swiftly. We'll talk more soon. Oh, it yeah. This the real one, baby. I'm telling you. Self-conscious, she has no idea what she's doing in college. That major that she majored and don't make no money, but she won't drop out her parents to look at her funny. Now, tell me that ain't insecure. The concept of school seems so secure. Sophomore three years ain't picked a career. She like, fuck it, I'll just stay down her and do it. Cause that's enough money to buy her a few pairs of new ears. Cause her baby daddy don't really care. She's so precious with the peer pressure. Couldn't afford a car, so she named her daughter Alexis. Yeah. Hair so long that it looked like weave Then she cut it all off, now she look like Eve And she be dealing with some issues that you can't believe Single black female addicted to retail as well uh. And when it falls down, who you gonna call now? Come on, come on And when it all falls down, man, I promise I'm so self-conscious That's why you always see me with at least one of my watches Rollies and poshies that drove me crazy I can't even pronounce nothing Past that for safety Then I spent 400 bucks on this Just to be like, nigga, you ain't up on this And I can't even go to the grocery store Without some ones that's clean And a shirt with a team scene, we live in the American dream The people high up got the lowest self-esteem The prettiest people do the ugliest things For the road to riches and diamond rings Floss cause they the greatest We tryna buy back our 40 acres And for that paper, look how low we a stoop Even if you in a band, you still a nigga in a coupe Come on, come on And when it falls down, who you gonna call now? Come on, come on And when it all falls down the police, that's how I treat them We buy a way out of jail, but we can't buy freedom We buy a lot of clothes, but we don't really need them Things we buy to cover up what's inside Cause they made us hate ourselves and love they wealth That's why Shorty's hollering, where the ball is at? Drug dealer by Jordan, crack kid by crack And a white man get paid off for all of that But I ain't even gon' act totally other than that Cause fuck it, I went to Jacob with 25 down Before I had a house and I'd do it again Cause I wanna be on 106 and Wishing a band. I wanna act all horrific like it's all terrific. I got a couple pass through bills, I won't get specific. I got a problem with spending before I get it. We all self-conscious, I'm just the first to admit. Yeah, come on, come on. And when it falls down, who you gonna call now? 
come on, come on. And when it all falls down, Southside, Southside, we gon' set this party off right. Can't keep working like this. This grave ship is like a slave ship.